Blog Talk Radio. I want to talk about what it means to be born of the Holy Spirit of the Lord. Leo ningependa kuzungumzia maana ya kuzaliwa upya kwa Roho Mtakatifu wa Bwana. And in this conversation today, na katika mazungumzo haya siku ya leo, I would like your listeners to pay specific attention. Ningependa wasikilizaji wako wakapate kuzingatia hasa to the biblical context when the Lord Jesus Ule muktadha wa Biblia ambapo Bwana wetu Yesu himself yeye mwenyewe spoke to us about what it means to be born of the spirit of the Lord Alitunenea juu ya maana ya kuzaliwa kwa roho wa Bwana Now this is a very important conversation Na haya ni mazungumzo ya muhimu kabisa because we know it too well kwa kuwa tunajua vyema kabisa that Christ Jesus the Messiah ya kuwa Kristo Yesu Masia is the spirit filled man ni mtu aliyejazwa roho and yet even the kingdom of God almighty in heaven na ilihali hata ufalme wa Mungu mkuu mwenyezi mbinguni is the spirit filled kingdom of God ni ufalme wa Mungu uliojawa roho. It is a spiritual kingdom. Ni ufalme wa kiroho. And we also know that the wedding of the lamb of God almighty. Na pia tunajua kwamba arusi ya mwanakondoo wa Mungu mkuu mwenyezi is a spiritual wedding. Ni arusi ya kiroho. So this becomes very very imperative and important. Na basi hii inafanyika iliyonyeti na ya muhimu kabisa that the Christians will understand what it means to be spirit formed ya kuwa wa kristo watapata kuelewa inamaanisha nini kuumbwa katika roho now i want to start by looking at the book of john chapter 3 ningependa kuanza kwa kuangazia kitabu cha yohana mlango wa tatu. and in john chapter 3 we see a very very important message that the lord left us na katika yohana mlango wa tatu, Tunaona ujumbe wa muhimu zaidi ambao Bwana alituachia. When a man called Nicodemus wakati ambapo mtu anayeitwa Nikodemu visited with Jesus. Alimtembelea Bwana Yesu. But what is even most important in that conversation? Lakini kile ambacho ni cha muhimu hata zaidi katika mazungumzo hayo 
is the discourse the dialogue that ensued between Jesus and this man ni yale mazungumzo yaliyoibuka kati ya Yesu na mtu huyu a deliberate conversation mazungumzo ya kimakusudi and dialogue that the lord laid out ambayo bwana aliyaweka chini for the church to be able to learn a lesson especially in these last days kwa kanisa kuweza kujifunza funzo hasa sana katika hizi siku za mwisho prior to the wedding of the lamb kabla ya arusi ya mwana kondoo now in john chapter 3 verse 1 he says katika Yohana mlango wa tatu mstari wa kwanza anasema hivi Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus Basi palikuwa na mtu mmoja Farisayo jina lake Nicodemo a member of the Jewish ruling council Mmoja wa baraza la Wayahudi lililotawala You know that the Jewish ruling council Mwajua kwamba baraza la Wayahudi lilokuwa linatawala I remember very well when the Lord allowed me to live in Israel before he called me there. Nakumbuka vyema kabisa wakati Bwana aliniruhusu nikaishi Israeli kabla ya kuniita kutoka kule. For seven years. Kwa miaka saba. The members of the Jewish ruling council they are a minority in Israel. Wanachama wa baraza la Wayahudi linalotawala ni wachache kabisa Israeli. And not only are they a minority but they are also very influential. Na pia kando na kuwa wachache, wao ni watu wenye kuathiri zaidi. They are very very influential. In fact, they call them the Orthodox Jews. Ni watu mashuhuri kabisa na wanaitwa Orthodox Jews. Or the Hasidim. Ama Hasidim. And this is a college it is a college of rabbis. Ni chuo cha marabii. They are specially trained in a special yeshiva in a special uh, ulpan they call it ulpan in Hebrew a school for training rabbis na wanafundishwa katika chuo maalum kabisa cha kuwafundisha hao marabi ambacho kinaitwa ulpan katika Kiebrania and that ulpan is a very popular ulpan world over it is in Jerusalem na hicho chuo cha ulpan ni chuo ambacho kinajulikana kabisa kote kote duniani kinapatikana Yerusalemu it is called yeshiva inaitwa yeshiva but they are trained as orthodox jews lakini wanafundishwa kama wayahudi wanaofuatilia tamaduni zao conservative jews that maintain the word they keep the law of moses wayahudi makinifu ambao wanafuatilia na kuishi sawasawa na sheria ya Musa and they help the society na wanasaidia jamii to know what to do kujua kile cha kufanya how to live jinsi ya kuishi what to eat kile cha kukula how to dress jinsi ya kuvalia how to speak jinsi ya kuongea how to appear before jehovah jinsi ya kujiwasilisha mbele za jehovah how to pray how to worship jinsi ya kuomba jinsi ya kuabudu they are the leaders of society wao ndio viongozi wa jumuiya in fact even until today na hakika ni ya kwamba hata mpaka wa leo in israel most of the religious jews the hasidim kule israeli wengi wa viongozi wa kidini mahasidim or the orthodox jews ama wayahudi wa orthodox they do not eat any other food hawali chakula kingine chochote they don't eat any food 
except that, that food be satisfied hawakuli chakula chochote isipokuwa ya kwamba hicho chakula kimedhibitishwa by the rabbinate na rabbinate the rabbinate being the college and the school of orthodox rabbi rabbinate ikiwa ni shule ama chuo cha marabii wa kiorthodox and they are the ones that satisfy the food and once the food is satisfied as clean for the Jews na ni wao ndio hudhibitisha na kuhakikisha chakula na punde tu chakula kile kimedhibitishwa kuwa ni safi kwa matumizi ya wayahudi then they call it kosher basi wanakiita kosha all over the world it's sent all over the world for the Jews that live all over the world kote kote duniani kinatumwa kote kote duniani kwa wayahudi wanaoishi kote kote duniani so i'm using this that you may understand the role of nicodemus na basi ninatumia hii ili yakuwa mkapate kuelewa jukumu la nikodemo even as nicodemus came to jesus hata wakati nikodemo alipomjia yesu nicodemus was not a common person nicodemo hakuwa mtu wa kawaida in the jewish society katika jamii ya kiyahudi nicodemus was a member of the jewish ruling council nicodemo alikuwa mmoja wa baraza la wayahudi lililokuwa linatawala and that's why in israel the hasidim the orthodox jews the rabbinate na ndo manake kule Israeli mahasidim wayahudi wanaofuata sheria yani marabii the rabbis the school of rabbis in yeshiva shule ya marabii kule yeshiva that ulpan katika hiyo ulpan they control even the politics of the day they are such a minority but they control the politics wanaendesha hata siasa ya siku baada ya siku ni kundi dogo kabisa lakini wanadhibiti hata siasa That's why Israel is called a Jewish state. Nandomanake Israeli inaitwa taifa la Kiyahudi. Because the rest of the Jews are secular but they are orthodox. Manake Wayahudi wengine ni wa kiulimwengu lakini hawa ni wale wa kufuatilia sheria. And they are conservative and they ensure that the law of the Lord, the law of Moses is maintained. Na wamejitenga na kujilinda na wanahakikisha kwamba sheria ya Musa sheria ya Mungu inadumishwa and is upheld in the nation na inaendelezwa katika taifa so nicodemus was coming from this group of people who were very influential kwa hivyo nicodemo alikuwa anatoka katika kundi hili la watu ambao walikuwa mashuhuri sana people that led the society they helped the people how to live watu walioongoza jamii waliwaongoza watu jinsi ya kuishi but it's amazing to me that the bible says now there was a man of the pharisees named nicodemus lakini yanishangaza yakuwa biblia inasema basi palikuwa na mtu mmoja farisayo jina lake nicodemus a member of the jewish ruling council mmoja wa baraza la wayahudi lilotawala he came to jesus at night and said rabbi we know that you are a teacher who has come from god almighty Huyu alimjia Yesu usiku na akamwambia Rabi, tunajua kuwa wewe ni mwalimu uliyetumwa na Mungu For no one can perform the miraculous signs you are doing if God were not with him Kwa maana hakuna mtu awezaye kufanya miujiza hii uifanyayo wewe kama Mungu hayuko pamoja naye So you see Nicodemus despite being a leader 
Kwa hivyo waona kwamba ijapokuwa Nikodemo alikuwa kiongozi. In society opinion leader. Alikuwa kiongozi wa maswala katika jumuiya. The guide that leads the nation. Kiongozi anayeliongoza taifa. Telling them what to do, what to eat, what to say, how to worship. Akiwaambia kile cha kufanya, kile cha kukula, jinsi ya kuongea, jinsi ya kuabudu. But when he observed Jesus. Lakini wakati alipomtazama Yesu when he watched the ministry of Jesus of Nazareth alipoitazama huduma ya Yesu Kristo wa Nazareti he realized alitambua that there was desolation within the Jewish camp yakuwa kulikuwepo na ukiwa katika kambi ya Wayahudi there was desolation within the ruling council kulikuwepo na ukiwa katika baraza lililokuwa linatawala god was not moving there mungu hakuwa anafanya kazi kule But in the ministry of Jesus Lakini katika huduma ya Yesu the Lord had outpoured his presence Bwana alikuwa amemimina uwepo wake his glory utukufu wake and his power na nguvu zake and so that is what compels Nicodemus na basi hicho ndicho kilimlazimu Nicodemo to finally come to Jesus and say we know you are a teacher rabbi teacher kumjia Yesu na kumwambia kwamba tunajua kwamba wewe ni mwalimu rabi yani manake mwalimu we know you are an emissary a messenger tunajua kwamba wewe ni mjumbe sent from god almighty our god uliyetumwa kutoka kwa Mungu mkuu mwenyezi Mungu wetu because nobody can do the sign and the wonders and the miracles that you are doing maana hakuna mtu awezaye kufanya ishara maajabu na miujiza unayotenda except that he has come from god almighty isipokuwa yakuwa amekuja kutoka kwa mungu mkuu mwenyezi sent by jehovah el shaddai isipokuwa yakuwa ametumwa na yehova el shaddai and look at what jesus replied him in john chapter 3 verse 3 natazama kile ambacho yesu alimjibu katika yohana mlango wa tatu mstari wa tatu And this is what is most important for the church today. Na hiki ndicho cha muhimu zaidi kwa kanisa leo hii. He says in reply Jesus declared I tell you the truth no one can see the kingdom of God almighty unless he is born again. Na anasema Yesu akamjibu Amin amin nakwambia Mtu hawezi kuona ufalme wa Mungu asipozaliwa mara ya pili. Mstari wa How can a man be born when he is old? Nicodemus asked. Nikodemo akauliza, awezaje mtu kuzaliwa wakati akiwa mzee? Surely he cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb to be born. Hakika Hawezi kuingia mara ya pili kwenye tumbo la mama yake ili azaliwe. And so when Nicodemus was told that unless a man be born again Na basi wakati Nicodemo aliambiwa ya kwamba mtu asipozaliwa mara ya pili he cannot see the kingdom of God. Hawezi kuona ufalme wa Mungu. This was the most disturbing question to the Jews. Hili lilikuwa swali sumbufu kabisa kwa Wayahudi. This became the most disturbing question to Nicodemus. Why? Hili likafanyika swali sumbufu kabisa kwa Nicodemus. Kwa nini? Because the sole purpose 
of the Jewish ruling council manake kusudi kuu kabisa la baraza la wayahudi lililokuwa likitawala in israel kule israeli was as a matter of fact lilikuwa kwa hakika intended to navigate the society lilikusudiwa kuelekeza jamii to help the people kuwasaidia watu that in whatever they live to do ya kwamba katika chochote walichoishi kutenda in whatever they live to say katika chochote walichoishi kunena in whatever they eat katika chochote wanachokula how they walk how they dress how they worship jinsi walivyotembea jinsi walivyovalia jinsi walivyoabudu how they pray how they praise jinsi walivyoomba jinsi walivyosifu whatever they live to do chochote walichoishi kutenda was meant to help navigate them kilikusudiwa kuwasaidia kuwaelekeza into the kingdom of god katika ufalme wa Mungu and so to them this was a very disturbing question na basi kwao hili lilikuwa swali sumbufu kabisa especially nicodemus hasa sana nicodemus that now they were being told ya kwamba sasa walikuwa wanaambiwa they must be born again ya kuwa ni lazima wakazaliwe mara ya pili in order to enter In other words inherit the kingdom of God. Ili wakapate kuingia, manake ni ya kwamba ili wakapate kuridhi ufalme wa Mungu. They knew they were the chosen people of God. Walijua kwamba walikuwa watu wa Mungu wachaguliwa. They knew that the kingdom of God belongs to them. Walijua kwamba ufalme wa Mungu ni wao. But here they were now confronted. Lakini hapa sasa wakakabiliwa. With a very important question. Na swali lilonyeti kabisa. Because they knew that Jesus in his works. Manake walijua kwamba Yesu katika kazi zake. In his ministry. Katika huduma yake. Must have come from the kingdom of God Almighty. Ni lazima alikuwa anatoka katika ufalme wa Mungu mkuu mwenyezi. The very kingdom that they belong to. Ufalme ule ule ambao na wao pia walimilikiwa. The very kingdom that they were looking forward to entering. Ufalme ule ule waliokuwa wakitarajia kuingia. The very kingdom whose inheritance they were long promised. Ufalme ule ule ambao urithi wake waliahidiwa kitambo. Whose inheritance by the God of Jacob, the God of Israel. Na Mungu wa Yakobo, Mungu wa Israeli. The God of Abraham and Isaac. Mungu wa Abrahamu na Isaka. Now they were confronted with a yardstick. Sasa walikabiliwa na kipimio. A standard. Kiwango. A measure, a benchmark. Kipimio, alama that they had to fulfill to enter the kingdom of God ambayo ilikuwa lazima wakafikie ndiposa wakaingie kwa ufalme wa Mungu and what becomes most important na kile kinachofanyika cha muhimu zaidi i hope you can see the church in this whole story here in this situation natumai mwaweza kuliona kanisa katika hali hii yote in this conversation between god and man katika mazungumzo haya kati ya Mungu na mwanadamu that even many times as the church has walked out there And they have said look we are the children of God. Ya kwamba hata mara nyingi wakati kanisa limetembea kule nje na kusema kwamba tazama sisi ni watoto wa Mungu. We are the Christians. Sisi ndio wakristo. And we are the heirs. We are the ones that tutaridhi we will inherit the kingdom of God. Na sisi ni waridhi. Sisi ndio wale tutakaoridhi ufalme wa Mungu. Then the church becomes 
all of a sudden confronted with the most important question basi ghafla kanisa linakabiliwa na swali la muhimu zaidi that she must be born again ya kuwa ni lazima likazaliwe mara ya pili to enter the kingdom of god ili kuingia katika ufalme wa Mungu but what is most important really is how jesus answered nicodemus lakini kile kilicho cha muhimu zaidi ni vile ambavyo yesu alimjibu nicodemo when nicodemus asked but how can a man go back to his mother's womb and be born again when he's old wakati nicodemo aliuliza kwamba je lakini yawezekanaje ya kwamba mtu arudi katika tumbo la mamake na azaliwe mara ya pili wakati ni mzee Listen to how Jesus answered in verse 5. vile Yesu alivyomjibu katika mstari wa tano. Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. No one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and the spirit. Yesu akamwambia, Amin amin nakwambia, hakuna mtu yeyote anayeweza kuingia katika ufalme wa Mungu isipokuwa amezaliwa kwa maji na kwa roho and he says flesh gives birth to flesh and the spirit gives birth to spirit na anasema mwili huzaa mwili lakini roho huzaa roho it is so important for you to understand this ni muhimu kabisa kwenu ninyi kuelewa hii precious listeners wasikilizaji wa dhamani but Jesus even as Nicodemus was confused. Yakuwa Yesu hata wakati ule ambapo Nicodemus alikuwa amechanganyikiwa. He was disturbed as to how a man who is old already like he was can go back to his mother's womb and be born again. Alikuwa anasumbuka juu ya jinsi ambavyo mtu ambaye ni mzee mtu mzima kama vile alivyokuwa anaweza kurudi katika tumbo la mama yake na kuzaliwa mara ya pili then instead of making matters better for him na sasa badala ya kumwafadhalishia mambo the lord jesus made things worse for nicodemus bwana yesu aliharibu mambo hata zaidi kwa nicodemo he now introduces the birth he says unless you be born of water and the spirit he introduces two things anatambulisha mambo mawili anamwambia ya kwamba usipozaliwa kwa maji na kwa roho haleluya haleluya and we see very clearly here na tunaona kwa wazi zaidi mahali hapa that in expanding the bath of water and the spirit yakuwa katika kupanua kuzaliwa kwa maji na kwa roho jesus went on to say yesu aliendelea na kusema hivi You should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again. Kwa hiyo usishangae ninapokuambia huna budi kuzaliwa mara ya pili. Verse 8. Mstari wa nane. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the spirit that is very interesting right there Upepo huvuma popote upendapo mvumo wake unausikia lakini huwezi kufahamu utokako wala uendako 
ndivyo ilivyo kwa kila mtu aliyezaliwa na roho hiyo ni ya ajabu kabisa mahali pale Jesus was talking to Nicodemus in a manner that later on we begin to understand that was very inconspicuous it was very hidden Yesu alikuwa akizungumza na Nikodemo katika njia ambayo baadaye tunaelewa ya kwamba ilikuwa njia fiche It was very concealed Ilikuwa njia iliyofunikwa kabisa Because he said unless a man be born again Maana alisema kwamba mtu asipozaliwa mara ya pili He cannot see the kingdom of God almighty Hawezi kuona ufalme wa Mungu mkuu mwenyezi But in the next level even as he tries to explain to Nicodemus Lakini katika kiwango kifuatacho hata alipojaribu kumwelezea Nicodemo He introduces the birth of water and the spirit Anatambulisha kuzaliwa kwa maji na kwa roho And in the process he equates it to the wind Na katika hali hiyo analinganisha huko na upepo That blows you can hear it but you cannot tell where it's going or where it's coming from. Upepo unaovuma unaweza kuusikia lakini huwezi kufahamu unatoka wapi wala unaenda wapi. In other words he was saying. Kwa maneno mengine alikuwa anasema he that is born of the spirit. Ya kuwa yeye aliyezaliwa kwa roho ultimately becomes like the wind. Hatimaye anafanyika kama upepo. You can feel the blowing. Unaweza kuhisi kuvuma kwake. You can see the signs, the fruit, the product of the blowing of the wind. Unaweza kuona dalili, unaweza kuona matunda, unaweza kuona athari za mvumo wa upepo. But you cannot tell where it is going or where it's coming from. Lakini hauwezi kufahamu uendako wala utokako. In so doing Jesus was emphasizing to the church today. Na basi katika kufanya hivyo Yesu alikuwa analisisitizia kanisa leo hii that the things of the spirit ya kuwa vitu vya roho their fruit can be physically manifest hata kama matunda yake yanaweza kudhihirishwa kihalisia in this created realm katika nyanja hii iliyoumbwa you can see the works of the spirit in a christian waweza kuona kazi za roho katika mkristo you can see the product of the spirit filled church waweza kuona matunda ya kanisa lilojazwa roho on this earth katika hii dunia the fruit the work of the spirit filled christian tunda kazi ya mkristo aliyejazwa roho and yet they are going and they are coming na ili hali kuenda kwao na kuja kwao ni fiche kabisa very concealed kumefunikwa sana and unless the life of the spirit born and spirit filled and spirit formed christian na isipokuwa maisha ya mkristo aliyezaliwa na roho mkristo aliyejazwa roho na mkristo aliyeumbwa kiroho unless their lives are totally concealed maisha yao yasipofunikwa kabisa kabisa to this created realm to the world kwa huu ulimwengu ulioumbwa yani kwa dunia then they are not born of the spirit basi hawajazaliwa kwa roho that is what the lord was saying here hicho ndicho bwana alikuwa anasema mahali hapa you are telling the church look you will be concealed alikuwa akiliambia kanisa kwamba tazama 
utafichwa you will be hidden the world will not understand you utafichika ulimwengu hautakuelewa but the fruit of your work they will see lakini tunda la kazi yako wataona and yes the world should not even understand you na hakika kweli ulimwengu hata haupaswi kukuelewa If you are born of the spirit. Iwapo umezaliwa kwa roho. I want you to turn with me in order to understand this better. Ninataka mkafungue pamoja nami ili kwamba kuelewa hii bora zaidi. To the book of John chapter 1. Kitabu cha Yohana mlango wa kwanza. That you may understand what Jesus was laying to the church. Ili kwamba mkaelewe kile ambacho Yesu alikuwa analiwekea kanisa. John chapter 1 Yohana mlango wa kwanza We see in the beginning was the word Tuona kwamba hapo mwanzo alikuwako neno And the word was with God Na huyo neno alikuwa pamoja na Mungu And the word was God Naye neno alikuwa Mungu He was with God in the beginning Tangu mwanzo huyo neno alikuwa pamoja na Mungu And it says through him all things were made. Na anasema ya kwamba vitu vyote viliumbwa kwa yeye. Without him nothing was made that has been made. Pasipo yeye hakuna chochote kilichoumbwa ambacho kimeumbwa. In him was life and the life that was light the light of man. Ndani yake ndimo ulimokuwa uzima na huo uzima ulikuwa nuru ya watu. The light shines in the darkness. But the darkness has not understood it. Nuru hungaa gizani na logiza halikuielewa. I want you to turn with me very fast to verse 10. Ninataka mkaende pamoja nami kwa haraka kabisa katika mstari wa kumi. For purposes of this being born in the spirit. Kwa ajili ya makusudi ya huku kuzaliwa katika roho. He says, Asema, He was in the world and though the world was made through him the world did not recognize him anasema huyo neno alikuwepo ulimwenguni na ingawa ulimwengu uliumbwa kwa yeye haukumtambua verse 11 of john chapter 1 he says mstari wa 11 wa yohana mlango wa kwanza anasema hivi he came to that which was his own but his own did not receive him Alikuja kwa wale waliokuwa wake lakini wao hawakumpokea. Yet to all who received him to those who believed in his name he gave the right to become children of God. Bali wote waliompokea wote walioliamini jina lake aliwapa uwezo wa kufanyika watoto wa Mungu. Mstari wa 13 anasema Children born not of natural descent Hawa watoto wamezaliwa si kwa damu nor of human decision wala kwa mapenzi ya mwili or a husband's will wala kwa mapenzi ya mume but born of God bali kwa mapenzi ya Mungu And so you see when Jesus was talking to Nicodemus. Na basi waona kwamba wakati Yesu alikuwa anamzungumzia Nikodemo. In John chapter 3. Katika Yohana mlango wa tatu All the way down. Kuteremuka chini. Verse 5 in that conversation as he goes on to verse 8. Mstari wa tano katika mazungumzo hayo akiteremka mpaka mstari wa nane Of being born of water and the spirit. 
mazungumzo ya kuzaliwa kwa maji na kwa roho Jesus was literally emphasizing the concept of being born again Yesu kimsingi alikuwa anasisitiza swala hili la kuzaliwa mara ya pili as being built in two stages kama swala lilojengwa katika hatua mbili in a ladder of two stages katika ngazi ya hatua mbili and it's amazing that even as Nicodemus na inashangaza ya kwamba hata wakati ule ambapo Nicodemus was asking how a man can be born again alipokuwa akiuliza jinsi mtu anaweza kuzaliwa mara ya pili we now see in John chapter 1 sasa tunaona katika Yohana mlango wa kwanza mstari wa kumi hadi wa kumi na tatu that essentially Jesus was emphasizing to Nicodemus ya kuwa kimsingi Yesu alikuwa anamsisitizia Nikodemo and even to the church today na hata kwa kanisa leo hii that being born again ya kuwa kuzaliwa mara ya pili essentially denotes kimsingi kuna maanisha the sonship with god wana pamoja na mungu that you may now be children of god almighty ya kuwa sasa na mkafanyike watoto wa mungu mkuu mwenyezi that is what jesus is speaking in this scripture here to the church hicho ndicho yesu anazungumzia katika andiko hili kwa kanisa even as the dialogue with nicodemus hata anaponena na nicodemus he says to be children of god not born of natural descent anasema kuwa watoto wa mungu ambao wamezaliwa si kwa damu and hence there is no way na basi hakuna namna yoyote the created realm the natural realm ambapo nyanja zilizoumbwa should perceive should understand you zinapaswa kukuelewa na kukufahamu haleluya and so i want you to understand na basi ninawatakeni mkaelewe very clearly kwa wazi kabisa that when Jesus came to dramatize ya kwamba wakati Yesu alikuja kuonesha this act hili tendo of being born again la kuzaliwa mara ya pili and being born of water and the spirit na kuzaliwa kwa maji na kwa roho he essentially centralize the baptism of the church kimsingi alikweza ubatizo wa kanisa again baptism of the church na tena ubatizo wa kanisa is seated at the very center umeketi katika shina la katikati of this conversation that Jesus is having with Nicodemus la mazungumzo haya ambayo Yesu anayo na Nicodemus a conversation mazungumzo that trickles down percolates to the very fabric of the church today yanayotiririka na kuathiri shina kuu la kanisa leo hii that baptism is what jesus was talking about here yakuwa yesu alikuwa akizungumzia ubatizo mahali hapa and we know that that is absolutely consistent natojua kwamba hiyo inaambatana kabisa kabisa with the fact that unless we be baptized na swala ya kwamba tusipobatizwa by the holy spirit of the lord naye roho mtakatifu wa bwana we cannot see the kingdom of god hatuwezi kuona ufalme wa mungu now if you see the works that took place in matthew chapter 
Na sasa ukitazama kazi zilizotendeka katika matayo mlango wa tatu When Jesus was baptized, wakati Yesu alibatizwa then you will surely understand basi kwa hakika utaelewa this whole concept spiritual concept hili swala lote la kiroho of being born again la kuzaliwa mara tena in the church katika kanisa and i repeat this to the church today na ninarudia haya kwa kanisa leo hii that unless the christian be born again ya kuwa wakristo wasipozaliwa mara ya pili they cannot hawawezi see the kingdom of god hawawezi kuona ufalme wa Mungu and again i say this na mara tena ninarudia haya that unless the church ya kwamba isipokuwa kanisa be born of the water and the spirit lizaliwe kwa maji na kwa roho they cannot see the kingdom of god hawawezi kuona ufalme wa Mungu Matthew chapter 3 is very very important here precious people Matayo mlango wa tatu ni muhimu zaidi mahali hapa watu wa dhamani and we see the baptism of Jesus na tunaona ubatizo wa Yesu in verse 13 when he says katika mstari wa 13 anaposema then Jesus came from Galilee from the Galilee or Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John kisha Yesu akaja kutoka Galilaya mpaka mto Yorodani ili Yohana ambatize mstari wa 14 but John tried to deter him saying I need to be baptized by you and do you come to me lakini Yohana akajitahidi kumzuia akimwambia mimi nahitaji kubatizwa na wewe nawe waja kwangu nikubatize Verse 15 Jesus replied Mstari wa 15 lakini Yesu akamjibu Let it be so now it is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness Kubali hivi sasa kwa maana ndivyo itupasavyo kwa njia hii kuitimiza haki yote Then John consented Hivyo Yohana akakubali John consented. Yohana akakubali. Mstari wa 16. This is the most important place for you. Hapa ndipo mahali pa muhimu zaidi kwa ajili yako. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove enlighting on him na Yesu alipokwisha kubatizwa mara alipotoka ndani ya maji ghafla mbingu zikamfungukia akamuona roho wa Mungu akishuka kama huwa na kutulia juu yake and a voice from heaven said nayo sauti kutoka mbinguni ikasema this is my son whom i love and with him i am pleased huyu ni mwanangu mpendwa ambaye ninapendezwa sana naye so what you want to very much understand in this conversation na basi kile unachotaka kuelewa kabisa katika mazungumzo haya that jesus had with nicodemus ambayo yesu alikuwa nayo na nicodemus is the fact that 
when we as Christians ni swala kwamba wakati sisi kama wakristo when you as Christians wakati wewe kama mkristo become born again wakati unapozaliwa mara ya pili there is a very central process of baptism kuna hatua nyeti kabisa ya ubatizo that consumes that consumes your life inayoyateketeza maisha yako and you see clearly na waona kwa wazi kabisa that Jesus ranked the being born again in two stages ya kwamba Yesu aliweka huku kuzaliwa mara ya pili katika hatua mbili the first preliminary stage the primary stage hatua ya kwanza kabisa ya kimsingi the prerequisite stage ile hatua ya mwanzoni is the baptism of water ni ubatizo wa maji and in that baptism of water na katika ubatizo huo wa maji it becomes very clear anafanyika wazi kabisa that there is the taking away of the old self ya kwamba kuna kuondolewa kwa utu wa kale there is the creating of a pathway away kuna uumbaji wa njia to be able to conversation with the spiritual realm ili kuweza kuwasiliana na nyanja za kiroho and we see very clearly that Jesus is baptized na tunaona kwa wazi kabisa kwamba Yesu anabatizwa and heaven opens na mbingu zinafunguka we can say a portal a portal open in heaven tunaweza kusema kwamba tundu ilifunguka mbinguni like portal vein you know see the pathway kama portal vein yani namna ya kuwasiliana a channel of communication njia ya mawasiliano opened ilifunguka in heaven after Jesus was baptized in the water jumbinguni baada ya Yesu kubatizwa katika maji and when that channel the portal was open na wakati njia hiyo ilipofunguka then the communication the contact with heaven was developed basi mawasiliano yani ushirika na mbinguni ukaweza kutengenezwa and god the father naye mungu baba spoke from heaven akanena kutoka mbinguni and what does god the father say na je mungu baba anasema nini the first thing he pronounces jambo la kwanza analotaja is the sonship ni uana that this is my son ya kuwa huyu ni mwanangu and that is what you see i took you back to in john chapter 1 na hicho ndicho mnachokiona niliwarudisheni katika yohana mlango wa kwanza when he said that those who believe in him aliposema ya kwamba wale wanaomwamini he drew them aliwavuta he brought them they got caught up with him aliwaleta walijipata wameshikwa naye to the place where he brought them mahali pale alipowaleta to be the sons of god the children of god wakawe wana wa mungu watoto wa mungu and that is the being born again na huko ndiko kuzaliwa kwa mara ya pili that is not a physical birth huko si kuzaliwa kwa kijinsia that birth has nothing to do with the physical world huko kuzaliwa hakuna chochote cha kuambatana na ulimwengu wa kijinsia and that's why you quickly begin to understand the error na ndo manake kwa haraka waanza kuelewa lile kosa that has consumed the church ambalo limeliteketeza kanisa and the christians today na wakristo leo hii 
because they say they are born again manake wanasema kwamba wamezaliwa mara ya pili but yet we see that this being born again na ili hali tunaona kwamba huku kuzaliwa mara ya pili completely transition the church kunalibadilisha kanisa kabisa kabisa to become the children of god kufanyika watoto wa Mungu which means not born of natural descent kumaanisha ya kwamba sio wale waliozaliwa kwa mapenzi ya damu not born out of the decision of a husband or of man na sio wale waliozaliwa kwa mapenzi ya mume ama ya wanadamu but this is a totally new birth lakini huku ni kuzaliwa kupya kabisa where now they are born of the holy spirit born as children of god ambapo sasa wamezaliwa na roho mtakatifu wamezaliwa kama watoto wa Mungu but look at this other second level lakini tazameni hiki kiwango kingine cha pili the second card which i've already gone ahead of myself kiwango cha pili ambacho tayari nimekwisha kujitangulia look at this tazama hii he says anasema that even as you are baptized in water the way Jesus was ya kwamba hata wakati unapobatiza katika maji kama vile bwana Yesu alivyobatizwa then god almighty basi mungu mkuu mwenyezi is now able to develop a channel of communication contact sasa anaweza kutengeneza njia ya mawasiliano njia ya uhusiano with the church na kanisa and declare na kutangaza that this church ya kuwa hili kanisa these christians hawa wa kristo now they are my children sasa wao ni watoto wangu now you become a people of god the children of god sasa mnafanyika watu wa mungu watoto wa mungu which means you have nothing to do with the world anymore manake ni ya kwamba hamna chochote cha kuambatana na ulimwengu mara tena The world represents the flesh. Ulimwengu unasimamia mwili. The created realm. Nyanja iliyoumbwa. You may walk up and down. You may need the flesh to reach there. Waweza kutembea hapa na pale. Waweza kuhitaji mwili ili kufika kule. To reach here. Kufika hapa. To do this. Kufanya hili. But never was the flesh intended to be the end to be the final product of being born again lakini kamwe kabisa mwili haukuwahi kukusudiwa kuwa ndio hatima ya kuzaliwa mara ya pili the flesh is a means mwili ni mnofu but never was it intended to conquer the being born again lakini kamwe haukukusudiwa kuweza kushinda kule kuzaliwa kwa mara ya pili look at these precious people tazameni hii watu wa dhamani Then again na kisha mara tena the voice of god the father said sauti ya mungu baba ikasema hivi when jesus came out of the water wakati yesu alitoka ndani mwa maji he said with whom i am well pleased ambaye ninapendezwa sana naye that means hiyo inamaanisha when we become born again wakati tunapozaliwa mara ya pili believe in christ jesus of nazareth na kumwamini kristo yesu wa nazareti and then be baptized in water na kisha kubatizwa katika maji we become pleasing to god almighty tunafanyika tunaompendeza mungu mkuu mwenyezi god then takes pleasure 
in our life. Na basi Mungu anapendezwa na maisha yetu. And I think this is what Christians have not understood. Na ninafikiria hiki ndicho Wakristo hawajaelewa. They have not understood that when they are born again. Hawajaelewa ya kwamba wakati wanapozaliwa mara ya pili. God takes pleasure in their life. Mungu anayafurahia maisha yao. And so in everything they do. Na basi katika kila kitu wanachotenda. They ought to please God with all their life. Wanapaswa wakampendeze Mungu kwa maisha yao yote. You should even stop here. Sasa basi unapaswa kusimamia mahali hapa. And ask yourself. Na ukajiulize. Have I pleased God Almighty? Je, nimempendeza Mungu mkuu mwenyezi? With all my life. Kwa maisha yangu yote. With everything I do. Na kila kitu ninachofanya. Ever since I was born again. Tangu siku ile nilipookoka. But what is even most important? Lakini kile ambacho ni cha muhimu hata zaidi. Is finally now. Ni wakati ambapo hatimaye sasa. When the Holy Spirit of God. Wakati Roho Mtakatifu wa Mungu comes like a dove. Wakati anapokuja kama huwa. Precious glorious white dove. Huwa mweupe wa utukufu na wadhamani. And lights and settles. Na kutua. And befall. Na kutulia. Our Lord Jesus. Juu ya Bwana wetu Yesu Kristo. Now that is what Jesus meant. Basi hicho ndicho alichomaanisha Yesu. When he had this dialogue and discourse alipokuwa na haya mazungumzo with Nicodemus naye Nicodemo because he said manake alisema unless a man be born again ya kuwa mtu asipozaliwa mara ya pili he cannot see the kingdom of god hawezi kuridhi ufalme wa Mungu but look at this now lakini tazameni hii sasa he said father on alisema kwa kuendelea that unless a man be born of water and the spirit ya kuwa mtu asipozaliwa kwa maji na kwa roho he cannot see the kingdom of god hawezi kuona ufalme wa Mungu and now we see that the being born of the water na sasa tuona kwamba kule kuzaliwa kwa maji essentially kimsingi talks about the water baptism kuna nena kuhusu ubatizo wa maji the water baptism ubatizo wa maji that creates a channel ambako kunatengeneza njia that gives way to the portal to the communication channel ambako kunafungulia ile njia ya mawasiliano between the church and god in heaven kati ya kanisa na mungu wa mbinguni and when that channel is created na wakati njia hiyo inatengenezwa then finally now basi hatimaye sasa the holy spirit baptizes the church roho mtakatifu analibatiza kanisa but how do the christians live to please god lakini je wakristo wataishi namna gani ili kumpendeza mungu after being born again baada ya kuzaliwa mara ya pili Now look at the book of Romans. Tazameni sasa katika kitabu cha Warumi. If you look very carefully before we go to Romans, the book of Titus is very critical precious people. Kitabu cha Tito ni muhimu kabisa watu wa dhamani. Titus chapter 3. Kitabu cha Tito mlango wa 3. Verse 5. You can read it on but 
verses 4 and 5 onward may be important. Unaweza kusoma kuendelea lakini mstari wa na watano utakuwa wa muhimu. It says, but when the kindness and the love of God our savior appeared Anasema lakini wema na upendo wa Mungu mwokozi wetu ulipofunuliwa He saved us alituokoa not because of righteous things we had done si kwa sababu ya matendo ya haki tuliyotenda but because of his mercy bali kwa sababu ya rehema zake he saved us through the washing of rebirth alituokoa kwa kutuosha and renewal of the holy spirit kwa kuzaliwa mara ya pili na kwa kufanywa wapya kwa njia ya roho mtakatifu again i repeat that very important na mara tena narudia hiyo ya muhimu kabisa he saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the holy spirit whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our savior anasema alituokoa kwa kutuosha kwa kuzaliwa mara ya pili na kwa kufanywa wapya kwa njia ya roho mtakatifu ambaye Mungu alitumiminia kwa wingi kwa njia ya Yesu Kristo mwokozi wetu so that having been justified by his grace we might become heirs inheritors having the hope of eternal life ili kwamba tukisha kuhesabiwa haki kwa neema yake tupate kuwa waridhi tukiwa na tumaini la uzima wa milele I want you to focus on the washing of rebirth Ninataka mkapate kulenga hasa kuoshwa kwa kuzaliwa kwa mara ya pili and renewal of the holy spirit na kwa kufanywa wapya kwa njia ya roho mtakatifu so precious people kwa hivyo watu wa dhamani you see very clearly here mwaona kwa wazi kabisa mahali hapa that when the lord jesus said yakuwa wakati bwana yesu aliposema let a man be born again yakuwa mtu asipozaliwa mara ya pili and be born essentially na kuzaliwa kimsingi of water in the holy spirit kwa maji na kwa roho he implicitly implied basi moja kwa moja alimaanisha the renewal the washing of renewal kuoshwa kwa kufanywa wapya the washing of rebirth kuoshwa kwa kuzaliwa wapya and the renewing renewal na kuhuishwa of the christian through the works of the holy spirit kuhuishwa kwa mkristo kupitia kazi za roho mtakatifu Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you see the power of baptism in the rewashing. Na waona nguvu za ubatizo katika kuoshwa upya. And then in the rebirth. Na kisha katika kuzaliwa upya. You see the power of baptism. Waona nguvu za ubatizo in belief. When you believed, 
you were baptized katika kuamini wakati unaamini ulibatizwa and rewashed na kuoshwa upya and when you are rewashed na wakati ulipooshwa upya then you were renewed in the holy spirit then you were renewed in the holy spirit ulifanywa upya katika njia ya roho mtakatifu but how were you rewashed lakini je ulioshwa upya kwa namna gani that the holy spirit may renew you ya kwamba roho mtakatifu akuhuishe roman precious people roman chapter 6 Warumi mlango wa sita watu wa dhamani is very critical here today. Ni nyeti kabisa mahali hapa leo. And in Romans chapter 6. Na katika Warumi mlango wa sita This is what he says here precious people. Hiki ndicho anachosema hapa watu wa dhamani. He says Romans 6 verse 1 onward. Anasema hivi katika Warumi mlango wa sita mstari wa kwanza kuendelea. He says what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning? so that grace may increase anasema ya kwamba tuseme nini basi je tuendelee kutenda dhambi ili neema ipate kuongezeka again it says by no means na kisha anasema la hasha we died to sin how can we live in it any longer sisi tulioifia dhambi tutawezaje kuendelea kuishi tena katika dhambi mstari wa tatu wa warumi mlango wa sita or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death au hamjui ya kuwa sisi sote tuliobatizwa katika Kristo Yesu tulibatizwa katika mauti yake We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Jesus was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father we too may live a new life. Kwa hiyo tulizikwa pamoja naye kwa njia ya ubatizo katika mauti ili kama vile Kristo alivyofufuka kutoka kwa wafu kwa utukufu wa baba vivyo hivyo sisi nasi pia tupate kuenenda katika upya wa uzima kwa hivyo waona kule kufanywa upya ambako anazungumzia hapa the washing that he talks about kuoshwa anakozungumzia that takes place in baptism kunakotendeka katika ubatizo is essentially the death the dying with Jesus kimsingi ni kukufa na Yesu and being buried with him na kuzikwa na Yesu in water baptism katika ubatizo wa maji that is what rids us that is what takes away the flesh hicho ndicho kinaondoa hicho ndicho kinafutilia mbali mwili and when the flesh has been taken away from the church na wakati mwili umeondolewa kwa kanisa Then a portal basi njia tundu a communication channel a channel of communication njia ya mawasiliano that channel is developed hiyo njia inatengenezwa between the created will kati ya nyanja zilizoumbwa and the spiritual dispensation na majira ya kiroho the spiritual realm of god nyanja za kiroho za Mungu and so again i repeat when the christians are baptized na basi narudia tena 
wakati wa Kristo wanabatizwa they have believed in Christ Jesus wamemwamini Kristo Yesu and so they are baptized by complete immersion in water na basi wanabatizwa kwa kuzamishwa katika maji kabisa kabisa and in that process they essentially die to self na katika hatua hiyo kimsingi wanaifia nafsi and they get buried with Christ Jesus of Nazareth na halafu wanazikwa na Kristo Yesu wa Nazareti and then they resurrect when they come up and resurrect with the Lord na halafu wanatoka na kufufuka na Bwana and they become a new they become new creatures na wanafanyika wapya wanafanyika viumbe vipya a new creation viumbe wapya born again now born of new now waliozaliwa mara tena wamezaliwa mara ya pili sasa He says and we too may live a new life. Anasema ya kwamba na sisi pia tukaweze kuishi maisha mapya. And he says if we have been united like this with him in his death we will certainly also be united with him in resurrection. Na anasema kwa maana ikiwa tumeungana naye katika mauti yake bila shaka tutaungana naye katika ufufuo wake. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be done away with. Kwa maana tunajua kwamba utu wetu wa kale ulisulubiwa pamoja naye ili ule mwili wa dhambi upate kuangamizwa nasi tusiendelee kuwa tena watumwa wa dhambi. Now this to me is the most critical now the most critical message to the church at this hour. Na basi kwangu mimi huu ndio ujumbe nyeti kabisa kwa kanisa katika sahi in the calendar of events katika kalenda ya matukio why because he says kwa nini kwa kuwa anasema hivi when jesus was talking to nicodemus wakati yesu alikuwa anamzungumzia nikodemo about being born of water and the spirit juu ya kuzaliwa kwa maji na kwa roho he essentially meant the water baptism Kimsingi alimaanisha ubatizo wa maji which is the killing the dying to self ambako ni kuua kusulubisha mwili killing of self kuua mwili killing of the flesh kuua mwili that a channel of communication the new creature the new creation the spiritual creation ya kwamba njia ya mawasiliano kiumbe kipya uumbaji mpya the spiritual creation kiumbe cha kiroho may now be born be created. Ya kwamba sasa kikazaliwe, kikaumbwe. But now we see very clearly. Lakini sasa tunaona kwa wazi kabisa that he is centralizing the works of the cross. Ya kuwa anasisitiza kazi za msalaba. He is centralizing the cross, the crucifixion of your old self. Anakweza msalaba kusulubisha utu wako wa kale that when your old self has been crucified ya kwamba wakati utu wako wa kale umesulubiwa then the new self is birth basi utu mpya unazaliwa many christians have not understood the meaning of christmas wakristo wengi hawajaelewa maana ya krismasi they have not understood why jesus came to the earth Hawajaelewa ni kwa nini Yesu alikuja duniani. Many Christians celebrate Christmas. Wakristo wengi husherekea Krismasi 
just like the heathens kama watu wasiokoka they have turned it into a secular holiday wameigeuza kuwa nilikizo ya kidunia for eating and drinking ya kukula na kukunywa for merry making ya kuponda raha for sexual sin ya dhambi za ngono for lying ya kudanganya and there is nothing at all na hakuna kitu chochote hata to do with the kingdom of god kinachoambatana na ufalme wa Mungu and there is nothing at all na hakuna kitu chochote hata kidogo to do with the redemption of men of the church kinachoambatana na ukombozi wa kanisa ukombozi wa wanadamu you see very clearly unaona kwa wazi sana that there is no meaning to the christian ya kwamba hakuna maana yoyote kwa mkristo for christmas ya krismasi except that you understand why jesus came to the earth isipokuwa ya kwamba ukaelewe ni kwa nini yesu alikuja duniani to save man ili kumuokoa mwanadamu except that you understand the meaning of believing in him isipokuwa ya kwamba ukaelewe maana ya kuamini ndani yake and being born again na kuzaliwa mara ya pili born of water kuzaliwa kwa maji and born of the spirit na kuzaliwa kwa roho then christmas will have no meaning to you basi krismasi haitakuwa na maana yoyote kwako christmas is meant to celebrate krismasi imekusudiwa kusherekea the advent of when god remembered man mapambazuko ya wakati ambapo mungu alimkumbuka mwanadamu and sent jesus of nazareth na kumtuma yesu wa nazareti that unless a man be born again ya kuwa mtu asipozaliwa mara ya pili born of the water kuzaliwa kwa maji which means crucify the flesh manake ni ya kwamba kusulubisha mwili and the spirit na roho which means open a channel a bridge of communication kumaanisha kwamba kufungua njia daraja ya mawasiliano between the created realm kati ya nyanja zilizoumbwa the world ulimwengu the sinful world that he came to redeem ulimwengu wa dhambi aliyokuja kuukomboa and heaven na juu mbinguni and that is the meaning of the bridge na hiyo ndio maana ya ile daraja that jesus came to build between sinful men ambayo Yesu alikuja kuijenga kati ya mwanadamu mwenye dhambi and holy god na Mungu mtakatifu and you see very clearly here na unaona kwa wazi kabisa mahali hapa that the works of the cross ya kwamba kazi za msalabani became very very central zilikuwa nyeti sana sana in the conversation katika mazungumzo that Jesus had with Nicodemus ambayo Yesu alikuwa nayo na Nicodemo and Nicodemus is you the church na Nicodemo ni wewe kanisa you are the ones who have been going out there ni wewe ambaye umekuwa ukienda kule nje na kuambia watu wa ulimwenguni vile wanapaswa wakaishi vile wanapaswa wakakule vile wanapaswa wakaongee and yet you yourself are lacking in the kingdom of god na ili hali wewe mwenyewe umepungukiwa katika ufalme wa Mungu katika urithi wa huo ufalme so today, na basi Yesu analiambia kanisa leo hii that unless you be 
born again yakuwa usipozaliwa mara ya pili which means you kill your old self manake ni ya kwamba uue nafsi yako ya kale by the water baptism kwa ubatizo wa maji by being born of water kwa kuzaliwa kwa maji you cannot see the kingdom of god hauwezi kuona ufalme wa Mungu why kwa nini because only by the baptism of water manake ni kwa ubatizo wa maji tu the baptism of the cross ubatizo wa msalaba the killing of the flesh and the cross kuua mwili msalabani can the spiritual church ndipo kanisa la kiroho be baptized kuzaliwa a church that is worthy of the wedding of the lamb of god the spiritual wedding of the lamb kanisa linalostahili harusi ya mwanakondoo wa mungu harusi ya kiroho ya mwanakondoo wa mungu gracious people watu wa dhamani it is incredible to me yanishangaza kabisa even to realize hata kutambua that many Christians have gone about their life ya kuwa wakristo wengi wameendelea na maisha yao without truly envisaging truly understanding pasipo kuelewa na kuweza kufahamu kwa kweli realizing kutambua what it means to be born again maana ya kuzaliwa mara ya pili and to be spirit formed na kuumbwa kwa roho now listen to me precious people kwa hivyo nisikizeni watu wa dhamani when you are born of water wakati umezaliwa kwa maji that means you have centralized the cross hiyo inamaanisha kwamba umekweza msalaba the works of the cross in your life kazi za msalaba katika maisha yako and when you centralize the cross into your life as a church na wakati unakuweza msalaba katika maisha yako kama kanisa as a christian kama mkristo that means basi hiyo inamaanisha you have embraced umekumbatia the crucifixion of the flesh kusulubishwa kwa mwili and the sinful desires of the flesh na tamaa za mwili za dhambi In the book of Isaiah it has been mentioned repeatedly. Katika kitabu cha Isaya imetajwa mara kwa mara. Isaiah chapter 53. Isaya mlango wa 53. Verses 1 all the way down to 12. Mstari wa kwanza kuteremka hadi wa 12. He talks about the crucifixion of the flesh. Anazungumzia kusulubishwa kwa mwili. He talks about the disfiguring of the flesh ananena kuhusu kuharibiwa kwa mwili but precious people lakini watu wa dhamani in finishing katika kumalizia on this very very important message on what it means to be spirit formed kwa huu ujumbe ulionyeti kabisa juu ya maana ya kuumbwa katika roho in other words katika maneno mengine i am talking about what it means to be born again a born again christian today ninazungumzia maana ya kuzaliwa mara ya pili leo maana ya kuwa mkristo aliyeokoka leo hii i want you to turn with me to john chapter 19 ninataka ukafungue pamoja nami kitabu cha yohana mlango wa 19 again john chapter 19 na tena ni yohana mlango wa 19 a few verses Verse 38 on. Mistari michache 
kuanzia mstari wa 38 kuendelea and here i want to emphasize on why jesus said that you must be born of the water and the spirit na hapa ninataka kusisitiza kwa nini Yesu alisema ya kuwa ni lazima ukazaliwe kwa maji na kwa roho and when he continued expounding na alipoendelea kufafanua on what it means to be born of water maana ya kuzaliwa kwa maji we see that there is the washing away tuona ya kwamba kuna kule kuoshwa the washing kuoshwa that takes place kuna kotendeka and i say it is that washing when you are dipped into water na nikasema ya kwamba ni huko kuoshwa wakati unazamishwa katika maji with jesus naye yesu that takes away the sinful flesh kuna kuondoa asili ya mwili ya dhambi the sinful desires of the flesh tamaa za mwili za dhambi and open the channel of communication na kufungua njia ya mawasiliano between the created physical realm kati ya nyanja zilizoumbwa za kijinsia na nyanja za kiroho That's what I want to emphasize to you here. Hicho ndicho ninachotaka kuwasisitizieni hapa. In John chapter 19 verses 38. Katika Yohana 19 mstari wa 38. Onward. Kuendelea. He says. Asema. Later Joseph of Arimathea asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Now Joseph was a disciple of Jesus but secretly because he feared the Jews with Pilate's permission he came and took the body away baada ya mambo haya Yusufu wa Arimathea aliyekuwa mfuasi wa Yesu ingawa kwa siri kwa sababu ya kuwaogopa Wayahudi alimuomba Pilato ruhusa ili kuuchukua mwili wa Yesu Pilato alimruhusu hivyo akaja akauchukua You see very clearly here that Joseph was a secret disciple of Jesus Waona kwa wazi kabisa ya kwamba Yusufu alikuwa mwanafunzi wa Yesu wa kisiri <laughs> And verse 39 Na mstari wa 39 He says Asema He was accompanied by Nicodemus Naye aliandamana pamoja na Nikodemo. The man who earlier had visited Jesus at night. Yule ambaye kwanza alimwendea Yesu usiku. Nicodemus brought a mix of myrrh and sweet-smelling aloes about 70 pounds. Nikodemo akaja akaleta mchanganyiko wa manemane na madukato yenye uzito wa zaidi ya paundi sabini. Taking the body the two of them wrapped it with the spices in strips of linen. This was in accordance with the Jewish burial custom. Wakauchukua mwili wa Yesu, wakauviringisha sanda ya kitani safi pamoja na yale manukato kama ilivyokuwa desturi ya Wayahudi. At the place where Jesus was crucified there was a tomb there was a tomb in which no one had ever been laid Basi palikuwa na bustani karibu na mahali pale aliposulubiwa Yesu 
nako ndani ya ile bustani palikuwa na kaburi jipya ambalo hajazikwa mtu bado a virgin tomb in other words yani kaburi ambalo halijawahi kutumika Verse 42 because it was the jewish day of preparation and since the tomb was nearby they laid jesus there mstari wa na mbili kwa hiyo kwa kuwa ilikuwa siku ya wayahudi ya maandalio nalo kaburi hilo lilikuwa karibu wakamzika Yesu humo I want to emphasize on one thing here Ninataka nisisitize kitu kimoja mahali hapa If you look at the Joseph who came with Nicodemus to take the damaged body of Jesus from the cross Ukimtazama Yusufu aliyekuja na Nicodemo ili kuuchukua mwili wa Yesu uliokuwa umeharibiwa pale msalabani This Joseph huyu Yusufu was also a secret disciple pia naye alikuwa mwanafunzi wa kisiri like Nicodemus was kama vile Nicodemo alivyokuwa Nicodemus had monitored the ministry of Jesus Nicodemo alikuwa amechunguza huduma yake Yesu despite Nicodemus coming from the Jewish ruling council kando na Nicodemo kuwa anatoka katika baraza la Wayahudi lililokuwa likitawala tayari alikuwa ameshawishika ya kuwa mtu huyu ni mjumbe wa amani aliyekuja kutoka kwa Mungu wetu mkuu mwenyezi juu mbinguni and we see that Joseph too na tuona ya kwamba Yusufu naye was a disciple of Jesus alikuwa mwanafunzi wa Yesu convicted and convinced alishawishika na kuchochewa that this man is the son of the living god ya kuwa mtu huyu ni mwana wa Mungu aliye hai but they were secret disciples lakini walikuwa wanafunzi wa kisiri Nicodemus chooses to come to Jesus at night. Nicodemo anachagua kumjia Yesu wakati wa usiku because that was an act of separating from the Jewish tradition. Manake hilo lilikuwa tendo la kujitenga kutoka kwa tamaduni za Kiyahudi. The Jewish ruling council. Kutoka katika baraza la Wayahudi lililokuwa linatawala. And that is the separation that you the church need to take na huko ni kwa kujitenga ambako wewe kanisa unapaswa kuchukua in order to discover an encounter with Jesus ili ya kwamba ukawe na kukutana ama kutembelewa na Yesu but what is most important lakini kile kilicho cha muhimu zaidi is that they remove the damaged body of Jesus from the cross ni ya kuwa waliuondoa mwili wa Yesu uliokuwa umeharibiwa pale msalabani and put the bitter meal na kuweka manemane chungu and we remember the magi na tunakumbuka wale mama jusi when Jesus was born in the manger wakati Yesu alizaliwa katika hori ya ngombe the magi already spoke of the crucifixion of Jesus wale magi tayari walizungumza juu ya kusudubiwa kwake Yesu in the way they worshiped Jesus in Bethlehem katika jinsi ambayo walimwabudu Yesu Bethlehemu they put the gold purified gold waliweka dhahabu dhahabu iliyotakaswa before baby Jesus mbele za mtoto Yesu in Bethlehem kule Bethlehemu the three wise men Yaani wale watu watatu wenye hekima. They put purified gold which symbolizes the purity of God. 
waliweka dhahabu safi kabisa iliyotakaswa ambayo ilisimamia usafi wa Mungu that Jesus was going to live on this earth ambao Yesu alikuwa anaenda kuishi hapa chini duniani the purity the holiness of god usafi utakatifu wa mungu that he was going to live as the messiah alikokuwa anaenda kuishi kama masia who has come to redeem man aliyekuja kumkomboa mwanadamu from this sinful world kutoka katika ulimwengu huu wa dhambi he was going to live a life of purity and holiness alikuwa anaenda kuishi maisha ya usafi na utakatifu and they put bitter meal na wakaweka manemane chungu which symbolizes the fact that this life of purity inayosimamia swala ya kwamba haya maisha ya utakatifu that you the messiah ambayo wewe masia that you are going to live on this earth ambayo unaenda kuyaishi hapa chini duniani in order to redeem man ili kumkomboa mwanadamu this life of purity haya maisha ya usafi which is symbolized by the purified gold ambayo yamesimamiwa na dhahabu iliyotakaswa is going to bring you bitterness yatakuletea uchungu extreme bitterness on earth uchungu mkali kabisa duniani because you are going to testify Manake unaenda kushuhudia on the sin that men commit dhidi ya dhambi ambazo mwanadamu anatenda on the sins of the world dhidi ya dhambi za ulimwenguni we know that the devil is the greatest author of counterfeit twajua ya kwamba shetani ndiye mwanzilishi mkubwa kabisa wa ubandia just as the church the christian kama vile kanisa mukristo you are the holy habitation wewe ni makao matakatifu 1 Corinthians chapter 6 wa Korinto wa kwanza mlango wa sita mstari wa 12 kuendelea he says asema your bodies are the holy habitation the holy temple of the holy spirit ya kwamba miili yenu ni hekalu takatifu makao matakatifu ya roho mtakatifu and so in that way na basi katika namna hiyo the devil also ibilisi pia uses the bodies of men anaitumia miili ya wanadamu as his habitation kama makao yake and that's why when the rapture takes place na ndomanake wakati unyakuzi unatendeka and the church is taken away na kanisa linanyakuliwa that means the holy habitation of the holy spirit has been taken away hiyo inamaanisha kwamba makao matakatifu ya roho mtakatifu yamechukuliwa then the holy spirit basi roho mtakatifu is also taken away at rapture pia naye anachukuliwa wakati wa unyakuzi but the three wise men lakini hao watu watatu wenye hekima When they met baby Jesus at Bethlehem, walipokutana na mtoto Yesu Bethlehemu, they laid gold. Wakamwekea dhahabu. That symbolizes the purity of God. Hiyo inasimamia utakatifu wa Mungu. That was in Jesus. Uliokuwemo katika Yesu. The purity of holiness. Usafi wa utakatifu and righteousness na uhaki that he was going to lead aliyokuwa anaenda kuongoza and live on this earth na kuishi hapa chini duniani as he comes to redeem sinful men anapokuja kumkomboa mwanadamu wa dhambi but the bitter meal lakini ile manemane chungu was the bitterness ilikuwa ule uchungu that now 
because he's going to testify ya kwamba sasa kwa sababu anaenda kushuhudia against the devil dhidi ya shetani against the sinful world dhidi ya ulimwengu wa dhambi now mankind sasa mwanadamu who have been inhabited by the devil ambaye alikuwa amekaliwa na shetani shetani amekaa ndani yake they are going to be offended sasa wangechukizwa when jesus testifies against sin wakati Yesu anashuhudia kinyume na dhambi so they would fight him bitterly and crucify him kwa hivyo wangempinga vikali hadi wamsulubishe but in that crucifixion of bitterness lakini katika huko kusulubishwa kwa uchungu the frankenstein ile uvumba ya manukato safi that the three wise men put before Jesus ambayo wale watu watatu wenye hekima waliweka mbele za Yesu represent the precious fragrance that was going to leave from the damaged body of Christ from the cross ilisimamia yale manukato safi ya dhamani that was going to leave from the damaged body of Christ from the cross yaliyokuwa yanaenda kutoka katika mwili wa Kristo ulioharibiwa pale msalabani into the throne room of God hadi katika chumba cha enzi cha Mungu saturating it na kuenea kule with this precious fragrance of worship at the cross na haya manukato ya dhamani ya ibada msalabani and that now god the father na ya kwamba sasa mungu baba would atone for the sins of men angeziondoa dhambi za wanadamu that is the message that jesus spoke to nicodemus huo ndio ujumbe ambao yesu alimnenea nicodemo when he said unless a man be born again aliposema ya kwamba mtu asipozaliwa mara ya pili he cannot see the kingdom of god hawezi kuona ufalme wa Mungu unless a man be born of water mtu asipozaliwa kwa maji and the spirit na kwa roho he cannot see the kingdom of god hawezi kuona ufalme wa Mungu the water baptism is the killing of the flesh kwa hivyo ubatizo wa maji ni kuua mwili by total burial with jesus yani kwa kuzikwa kikamilifu na yesu to create a communication channels ili kutengeneza njia ya mawasiliano a portal tundu into the spiritual realm of heaven hadi katika nyanja za kiroho za mbinguni that now the holy spirit may descend on the church ya kwamba sasa roho mtakatifu na akalishukie kanisa and pronounce sonship na kutangaza uwana this is my son huyu ni mwanangu these are my children hawa ni watoto wangu and pleasure na kupendezwa whom i am pleased with ninaopendezwa nao when they live their life wakati wanapoishi maisha yao their life now please me sasa maisha yao yananipendeza and then say finally na kisha aseme baadaye that this real this real in the church ya kwamba nyanja hizi kanisani belong to the kingdom of god ni za ufalme wa Mungu and then declare finally na kisha akatangaze baadaye that that church ya kwamba hilo kanisa born of water lilozaliwa kwa maji baptized of the holy spirit limebatizwa kwa roho mtakatifu is the rapture church ni kanisa la unyakuzi the bride of christ bi harusi wa Kristo so you see there is no room for sin na basi waona kwamba hakuna nafasi ya dhambi there is no room 
so they created realm hakuna nafasi ya nyanja zilizoumbwa in this conversation katika mazungumzo haya this is what i wanted you to understand hiki ndicho nilichowataka mkaelewe even as you prepare hata mnapojiandaa in a very festive time across the globe katika msimu huu wa karamu kote kote duniani when everybody is celebrating christmas wakati kila mtu anasherehekea krismasi without really understanding pasipo kuelewa hata kidogo the underpinning ule ujumbe wa ndani of the emissary the messenger wa mjumbe the messiah masia christ jesus of nazareth kristo yesu wa nazareti who was sent to redeem men aliyetumwa kumkomboa mwanadamu may you find a new walk basi na ukapate mtembeo mpya with the lord jesus na bwana yesu out of this conversation kutokana na mazungumzo haya that jesus had with nicodemus ambayo yesu alikuwa nayo na nikodemo for those who have ears kwa wale walio na masikio let them listen wacha na wakasikize because kwa kuwa the mouth of the lord kinywa cha bwana he has spoken amenena In the Bible, in la Biblia, the Bible gave to the church. La Biblia le dio a la iglesia, gave some promises to the church. Le dio algunas promesas a la iglesia. And some of those promises, y algunas de esas promesas that the Lord gave the church, que el Señor le dio a la iglesia. I want to look at them today. Yo quiero mirarlos hoy. The Lord gave some promises to the church. El Señor le dio algunas promesas a la iglesia. He said, él dijo that there would be a later visitation. Que habrá una visitación postrera. Visitación tardía, una visitación tardía. The Lord promised, el Señor prometió that there would be a later visitation. Que habrá una visitación tardía. And if you look very carefully, if you are sensitive in the spirit, if you then mira muy cuidadosamente y usted es sensible en espíritu, then you see that that time for that visitation is now. Entonces usted va a ver que ese tiempo para esa visitación es ahora. 
The other thing about that visitation, la otra cosa acerca de esa visitación, he also said, él también dijo, that when that visitation comes, que cuando esa visitación llega, it will be much, much greater va a ser mucho, mucho mayor than the first visitation. que la primera visitación. I want us to be in one accord. Yo quiero que estemos en el mismo sentir. Step by step. Paso a paso. Aleluya. Aleluya. Let me continue now. Déjame continuar ahora. Turn with me the book of Deuteronomy chapter 11. Venga conmigo al libro de Deuteronomio capítulo 11. Deuteronomy chapter 11. Deuteronomio capítulo 11. And we are going to read from verse 10. Y vamos a leer desde el versículo 10. So we may see what the Lord promised. Para que podamos ver lo que el Señor prometió. In that visitation. En esa visitación. Aleluya. Aleluya. Este tiempo de iglesia. Es el tiempo de la iglesia. Este tiempo muy, muy crítico para la iglesia. Es el tiempo muy, muy crítico para la iglesia. Aleluya. Aleluya. Turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter 11. Venga conmigo a Deuteronomio capítulo 11. And I'm beginning from verse 10. Y yo voy a comenzar desde el versículo 10. Okay, let us read the Bible. Okay, vamos a leer la Biblia. Listen to what he says here. Escucha lo que él dice aquí. And I'm beginning step by step to open up, to give revelation about this. Y yo estoy moviendo paso a paso para abrirles revelación acerca de esto. So I'm reading Deuteronomy 11, verse 10. Entonces estoy leyendo Deuteronomio 11, versículo 10. He says, él dice, The land you are entering to take over is not like the land of Egypt from which you have come, where you planted your seed and irrigated it by foot as in a vegetable garden. La tierra a la cual entras para tomarla no es como la tierra de Egipto de donde habéis salido, donde sembrabas tu semilla y regabas con tu pie, como huerto de hortaliza. Verse 11 says, Versículo 11 dice, But the land you are crossing the Jordan to take possession of is a land of mountains and valleys that drink rain from heaven. Hallelujah. He says, la tierra a la cual pasáis para tomarla es tierra de montes y de vegas que bebe las aguas de la lluvia del cielo. Listen very carefully. Momento. Escucha muy cuidadosamente. Step by step. Paso a paso. The children of Israel, los hijos de Israel, they were in Egyptian slavery, in Egypt. Ellos estaban en la esclavitud egipcio, en Egipto. And they were used to a certain lifestyle. Y ellos se acostumbraban a cierto estilo de vida. And it was a hard life, a very hard. Y era una vida dura, muy dura. When you looked at them in the years of slavery, cuando usted mira a ellos en los años de la esclavitud, nothing in their appearance nada en su aparecer could tell you puede decirle that these people have a covenant with Jehovah que esta gente tenía pacto con Jehová they were suffering ellos estaban sufriendo up to one point en un punto when they give birth to a male child must be killed que cuando daba luz cuando na nacía un varón debían de matarlo that is how they suffered es así como sufrían so when you looked at them 
Entonces cuando lo mirabas in Egypt, en Egipto, there is nothing that appears that these are people of God. No hay nada que puede aparecer que esta gente es pueblo de Dios. And the Lord was now speaking with them here. Y el Señor ahora está hablando con ellos aquí. When he had decided to remove them, para él había decidido sacarlos from slavery, de la esclavitud. And he was saying y él estaba diciendo that the land you are coming to possess que la tierra que ustedes vienen a poseer is not like the land of Egypt no es como la tierra de Egipto where you used to walk by foot donde solían caminar por pie and watering the plants y regar las plantas they were watering the vegetable estaban regando la, los vegetales watering the wheat estaban eh, regando los trigos watering all their food regando todo su alimento and the Lord says y el Señor decía by foot por pie meaning significando they went to river Nile ellos iban al río Nilo and they got some water y tomaban algo de agua in a temporary cistern in a container en una cisterna en una cisterna temporal temporary small temporalmente pequeño and poor iban a regarlo all the way por todo lado when water was finished y cuando el agua terminaba go back to river Nile debían de regresar al río Nilo get more water tomar más agua and continue watering y seguir regando day after day y día tras día and season after season y época tras estación that they can have bread and vegetable para que puedan recibir pan y vegetales And now the Lord was saying, y ahora el Señor está diciendo, I want you to listen very carefully to your spiritual ears. Yo quiero que me escuchen muy cuidadosamente con sus oídos espirituales. Then you will hear the message. Para que usted pueda escuchar el mensaje. He's saying, él está diciendo, that the land I am taking you to, que la tierra a donde yo lo voy a llevar, is not like the land of Egypt. No es como la tierra de Egipto, where you used to irrigate by foot, donde solían eh, eh, regar por But it is a land of mountains and valleys. Pero es una tierra de montañas y valles that drinks water, rain from heaven. Que bebe agua desde el cielo. <laughs> He's saying, él está diciendo that where you were used, que donde ustedes solían to fending for yourself, a buscar por ustedes mismo and irrigating in a hard way, y regar de manera dura with a temporary container, con una cisterna temporal. But now, pero ahora, the Lord was taking Israel, el Señor estaba tomando a Israel into the realm, the dispensation, a una dispensación, in a realm, en una dimensión, that in that dispensation, que en esa dispensación, in that land, en esa tierra, that now you cannot water by temporary cisterns. Y ahora ya usted no puede regar con cisterna temporal, because that is not the land of Egypt, porque ese no es la tierra de Egipto. That land, esa tierra, has mountains and valleys, tiene montañas y valles, that drink water from God Himself, que bebe agua de Dios mismo. Are you beginning to understand the message? Está comenzando a entender el mensaje. And the Lord is saying, y el, el Dios está diciendo, that for some time now, que por hace tiempo ahora, the church in el mundo Latin America, en la iglesia en el mundo latinoamericano, they have been going to the Nile, 
Ellos habían estado yendo al Nilo, to the Rio Nilo, al Rio Nilo, and fetching some little water, y tomando un poco de agua, and using it by foot, usándolo por pi a pie, to irrigate a little bit, para tomar y comer, in order to get food, con el fin de conseguir alimento. But he's saying here, pero él está diciendo aquí, that now that this is happening in the church, que ahora que esto está ocurriendo en la iglesia, he's saying, él está diciendo, that now que ahora the land where the Lord is taking the church today la tierra donde el Señor está llevando la iglesia hoy is not like the land of Egypt no es ya como la tierra de Egipto where you have been by foot irrigating donde habían estado regándolo a pie now we are going into a dispensation ahora vamos a entrar en una dispensación of mountains and valleys de montañas y valles a dispensation una dispensación whose mountains and valleys cuya montañas y valles drinks direct from the kingdom of God bebe directamente desde el reino de Dios you understand? I am just activating some of the promises that foreshadowed this to the church, that foretold this to the church. Solamente estoy activando algunas de las promesas que fue hablado para la iglesia antes. When the Lord was speaking with Israel, cuando el Señor estaba hablando con Israel, we find nosotros no encontramos que that the reason this scripture is in your Bible, la razón por la cual esta escritura está en su Biblia is because as the Lord spoke to Israel como cuando el Señor habló a Israel see that it was a foreshadowing of another conversation to the church ve que es una sombra adelantada para la iglesia and that's why I'm saying y por eso que estoy diciendo now I am coming here ahora he venido aquí and you know who has come y ya usted sabe quién ha venido and that's why I am saying y por eso que le estoy diciendo that the Lord is using this visitation to speak to the church here que el Señor está usando esta visitación para hablar a la iglesia aquí and he's saying y él está diciendo that the land where you are headed to from today que la tierra hacia donde van desde hoy if you will catch this si usted puede tomar esto the land where the church is going to la tierra a donde va la iglesia is not like the land of yesterday Egypt no es como la tierra de ayer e Egipto he's saying él está diciendo that land has mountains and valleys that drink directly from God que esta tierra tiene montañas y valles que bebe directamente desde Dios. Meaning, significa, it is a dispensation, es una dispensación, where heaven is open, donde los cielos están abiertos, of open heaven, o cielos abiertos. Did you understand me properly? Me entiende muy claramente. If you listen carefully with your spiritual ears, si usted escucha cuidadosamente con sus oídos espirituales, then you hear the Lord telling the church in Chile, entonces va a escuchar al Señor hablándole a la iglesia en Chile, that the land where you are going to now, que en la tierra a donde ustedes van ahora, from today on, desde hoy en adelante, it is not Egypt, ya no es Egipto, there is no river Nile there, no hay río Nilo allá. In that land, 
en esa tierra there are valleys and mountains hay montañas y vegas that drink directly from Jehovah que beben directamente de Jehovah that means your relationship with Jehovah has to be correct eso significa que tu relación con Jehová tiene que ser correcta because that land depends on Jehovah porque esa tierra depende de Jehová if you look at the situation of the church in Chile si tú miras la situación de la iglesia en Chile for a long time por mucho tiempo you have been irrigating your crop on foot ustedes han estado irrigando sus cultivos a pie you have been doing a heavy ministerio duro a heavy ministry habían estado haciendo ministerio de manera dura where there is no rain from heaven en donde no hay lluvia desde el cielo when I first came there was confusion you did not know whom the Lord sent cuando vine primera vez había una confusión usted no sabía a quién el Señor había enviado but now you know pero ahora saben there is no room for confusion no hay ningún lugar para la confusión there is no room for saying let us test the spirit no hay ningún lugar para decir vamos a probar el espíritu why ¿Por qué? Because never ever, porque nunca jamás, has the devil ever sent somebody, el diablo haya enviado a alguien, to a church sucia, to a church in sin, a una iglesia sucia en pecado, to tell her to repent from sin, a decirle que se arrepienta del pecado, in Christ Jesus, Cristo Jesús, and return to holiness, y regresar a la santidad. Never ever, nunca jamás. So don't test it, don't test it. Entonces no lo prueba. Don't test it. This one here. No lo prueba, no prueba este. This one is muy muy claro. Este es muy claro. The time is over. Que tiempo ya se acabó. I love the Lord. Yo amo al Señor. Because he spoke to me from Africa. Porque él habló conmigo desde África. Because for many years, porque por mucho tiempo, muchos you años, are, you have been going north, north. Usted ha estado yendo al norte, al norte. Let us go and look for a good prophet norte. Vamos a ir a buscar a un buen profeta del norte. Let us invite a good evangelist from norte. Vamos a invitar a un buen evangelista del Norte. But the Lord has changed the paradigm. Pero el Señor ha cambiado el paradigma. He's removing money from the church. Está quitando dinero de la iglesia. And he's saying now. Y ahora está diciendo. Nuestro norte es el sur. Nuestro norte es el sur. Aleluya. <laughs> Aleluya. We must look down now. Debemos mirar hacia abajo ahora. The Lord has spoken south. El Señor ha hablado hacia el sur. He has spoken in Africa. Él ha hablado en África. He has spoken from Africa Él now. Ha desde ahora. Now we must go and drink for free. Ahora debemos ir a beber por gratis. Nobody will ask you for money anymore. Nadie le va a pedir dinero más. But the Lord is saying. Pero el Señor está diciendo. That ministerio duro, a heavy ministry. Que el ministerio duro of watering your churches by foot que regando sus iglesias a pie is over ya se acabó because the land where he is taking the church porque la tierra a donde va a llevar la iglesia is a land of open heaven es la tierra de cielos abiertos and in that land y en esa tierra there are valleys and mountains hay montañas y vegas that drink directly from Jehovah que directamente desde Jehová and that means one thing y eso significa una cosa the Lord is saying that you are relationship with Jehovah must now be straight. El Señor está diciendo que tu relación con Jehová ahora tiene que ser derechito. Because if you read down there, porque si lee un poco más hacia abajo, he says, él dice, that if you go into that land, que si tú entras en esa tierra, you cannot make pacto, covenant 
with the defiled people there. Usted no puede hacer pacto con la gente contaminada allí. Because he says, porque él dice, if you do so, si usted hace eso, then the Lord will shut the heavens over you. Entonces el Señor va a cerrar los cielos sobre ti. And yet there is no river Nile there. Y aún así no hay ningún río Nilo allá. Where you can go fetch some little. Donde podría ir a tomar un poquito de agua. Tomar un poquito para usar. Tomar poquito para usar. There is no river Nile there. No hay río Nilo allá. That is where the Lord has sent me to tell the church we are moving to. Y ahí es donde el Señor me ha enviado a decir a la iglesia que estamos moviéndonos hacia allá. Meaning from today on. Significa que desde hoy en adelante. You must learn to depend on Jehovah. Usted debe aprender a depender de Jehovah. You must learn to have your relationship correcto. Usted debe aprender a tener tu relación correcto. You must correct your relationship with Jehovah. Debe corregir tu relación con Jehová. That is what the Lord was telling Israel. Eso es lo que el Señor le estaba diciendo a Israel. But when we look there, we see the message to the church. Pero cuando miramos allá, vemos la, el mensaje para la iglesia. We see the Lord saying, Nosotros vemos al Señor diciendo, that I promise to bring you the autumn and the spring rain. Que yo he prometido traerle la primera lluvia y la lluvia tardía. The latter rain, la lluvia tardía, is very critical to the church. Es muy crítica para la iglesia. If you come from the primitive villages of Africa, si usted viene de la aldea primitiva de África, you know that the first rain is for preparing the soil and planting. Usted va a saber que la primera lluvia es para preparar la tierra y se siembra. And when it has germinated, y cuando haya, haya germinado, the latter rain is for grain filling. La lluvia tardía es para llenura del grano. That is when the grain quality, big harvest. Es cuando la calidad del grano se vuelve para se vuelve para gran cosecha. So the two harvests are very related. Entonces las dos cosechas son muy relacionadas. We remember the first rain. Nosotros recordamos la primera lluvia. When the first rain came at Pentecost. Cuando la primera lluvia vino en el día de Pentecostés. And the church was planted. Y la iglesia estaba plantada. And they preached righteousness. Y ellos predicaron la justicia. They preach holiness. Ellos predicaron la santidad. They did not say money down. Ellos no decían primero el dinero. They did not do that. Ellos no hicieron esto. They did not sleep with women in the church. Ellos no, no se acostaron con mujeres en la iglesia. In sexual sin. En pecado sexual. They preached the cross and the blood of Jesus. Ellos predicaron la cruz y la sangre de Jesús. Listen to this now. Escucha esto ahora. When they died, cuando ellos murieron, they died Christ Jesus. Ellos murieron Cristo Jesús. Some of them died translating the Bible. Algunos de ellos murieron trasladados en la Biblia. But they died Christ Jesus crucified, resurrected. Pero ellos murieron Cristo Jesús crucificado y resucitado. And it is a relay, it's a relay, a relay. Y eso es un, un relato. We have the first segment. Primero tenemos el primer segmento with the baton. Y con el bastón, esa carrera de And they, they gave to us. Y que él nos no entregó a nosotros. What did you do with the baton? ¿Qué, fue, ¿Qué ha hecho con el bastón? Remember, everybody is waiting. Acuérdate, todo el mundo está esperando. The line has been drawn. Ya la, la línea ha sido trazada. I have seen the coming of the Messiah. Yo he visto la venida del Mesías. The Lord has already shown me the coming of the Messiah. El Señor ya me ha mostrado la venida del Mesías. But listen to this now. Pero escucha esto ahora. When today's church got the baton, 
Cuando la iglesia de hoy recibió el bastón, what did she do in her segment? ¿Qué es lo que ella hizo en su segmento? She did this. Ella hizo esto. She fell. Ella cayó. She fell. That's why homosexuality is in the church. Ella cayó. Por eso que la homosexualidad está dentro de la iglesia. And yet the finishing line has been drawn. Y aún así la línea culminar ha sido trazada. That's why homosexuality is in the church in Chile. Por eso que la homosexualidad está en la iglesia en Chile. And claiming right. Y están reclamando derecho. And that's why some of you say we support homosexuality, others say we don't. Y por eso que algunos de ustedes dicen nosotros apoyamos la homosexualidad y otros dicen no, no lo apoyamos. Listen to me. Escúchame. Your segment, su segmento. Everybody is watching. Peter is watching. Cada persona está mirando. Pedro está mirando. If you look, Paul is watching. Si mira, Pablo está observando. John is waiting. Juan está esperando. They finished their segment muy bonito, very well. Ellos terminaron su segmento muy bien. Remember, salvation of the cross is not complete. Acuérdate que la salvación en la cruz no es completada until the church enters heaven. Hasta que la iglesia entre en el cielo. You cannot say I'm born again, I'm born again. Usted no puede decir yo soy nacido de nuevo and you fail to enter heaven. Y usted no logra entrar al cielo. You must enter heaven. Usted debe entrar en el cielo for salvation to be complete. Para que la salvación sea completa. And that's what the Lord is saying here. Y eso es lo que el Señor está diciendo aquí. He has sent me to tell the church in Chile. Él me ha enviado a decirle a la iglesia en Chile. That when you see such things happening. Que cuando ve tales cosas ocurriendo. When you see such visitation. Cuando usted ve tal visitación. That means the Lord is saying. Eso significa que el Señor está diciendo. Tell them. Diles. That the land where I want to take the church. Que la tierra donde yo quiero llevar la iglesia. Is not Egypt. No es Egipto. That that is a land que esa es tierra that directly feeds from heaven. Que directamente se alimenta desde el cielo. Drinks the rain from heaven. Bebe las aguas del cielo. And so the Lord may release the storehouses of rain. Entonces el Señor va a liberar los almacenes de la lluvia. That is the latter anointing that was promised. Esa es la unción tardía que fue prometida. Let us continue a little bit and see what it is. Vamos a continuar un poquito más y verlo. Verse 12. Versículo 12. We are still on the promise. Todavía estamos en la promesa. Verse 12. Versículo 12. He says, Él dice, It is a land the Lord your God cares for. The eyes of the Lord your God are continually on it from the beginning of years to its end. La tierra, <laughs> tierra de la cual Jehová tu Dios cuida. Siempre están sobre ella los ojos de Jehová tu Dios, desde el principio del año hasta el fin. Aleluya. Aleluya. He's saying, él está diciendo, that if in the past, que ese es el pasado, the church behaved as if the Lord does not care. Si la iglesia se comportaba como que si al Señor no le importaba, if you look at the behavior of the church in the past, si usted observa el comportamiento de la iglesia en el pasado, you see that the church was behaving, usted va a ver que la iglesia se comportaba as if the Lord does not care. 
Como si el Señor a él no le importaba. He doesn't seem to care. No, parece que no le importa. Aleluya. Aleluya. And he's saying, but wherever the church is going to from today. Y dice, pero en donde quiera que la iglesia se está yendo desde hoy, is the land where God cares. Es la tierra en donde a Dios sí le importa. And his eyes are perpetually on that land. Y sus ojos están perpetuamente sobre esa tierra. This is very historic. Entonces esto es muy histórico. But now let us move to verse 13, it's even bigger. Ahora vamos a movernos a versículo 13, que es aún más grande. That is where I was bringing you. That is the target. Es de ahí es donde yo quiero traerlo. Esa es la meta. Verse 13. Versículo 13. And he says, y él dice, he says, so if you faithfully obey the commands I am giving you today, to love the Lord your God and to serve Him with all your heart and with all your soul, then I will send rain on your land in its seasons, both autumn and spring rains, so that you may gather in your grain new wine and oil. <laughs> si obedecieres cuidadosamente a mis mandamientos que yo os prescribo hoy, Amando a Jehová vuestro Dios y sirviéndole con todo vuestro corazón y con toda vuestra alma, yo daré la lluvia de vuestra tierra a su tiempo, la temprana y la tardía, y recogerás tu grano, tu vino y tu aceite. ¿Entendiste esto? This is very powerful, this one. Esto es muy poderoso este. He's saying Él está diciendo that in that promise, que en esa promesa, if you hear him in that promise with Israel, si usted escucha en esta promesa con Israel, you hear him developing a pacto, a covenant. Usted va a escuchar a él desarrollando un pacto with Israel. Con Israel. And he's telling them y él le está diciendo that when you get to that land, que cuando usted llega a esa tierra, if you will obey my commands, si ustedes obedecen a mis órdenes, and keep my laws, y, y, y guarden mis mandamientos, and watch my requirements, y observan y cumplen mis requerimientos, to love the Lord your God, para amar al Señor vuestro Dios, with all your heart, todo tu corazón, all your Soul, con toda tu alma, with all your strength, con toda tu fuerza, all your mind, con toda su mente. Then he says the following. Entonces él dice lo siguiente. That he will bring the rain. Que él traerá la lluvia in his proper season. En, en su estación correcta. Ah, did you understand this? Lo entendiste. He said. Él dijo, he will bring the rain él traerá la lluvia in his proper season. En la estación correcta. And he's saying, y él dijo, when the time for plowing the soil comes, que cuando llega el tiempo para preparar la tierra and to sow the seed, y para plantar la semilla, he will bring the autumn rain. Él va a traer la lluvia de otoño, la primera, primera lluvia. Now listen to this now. Ahora escucha esto ahora. He's saying, él está diciendo that if you will obey the commandment of Jehovah, si ustedes obedecen el, el mandamiento de Jehová, and obey his law and requirement, y 
obedecer sus leyes y mandamientos. Then he will do his part. Entonces él hará su parte. He will bring you the rain. Él va a traerles la lluvia. In its right season. En su estación correcta. That's what he was telling Israel. Eso es lo que él estaba diciendo a Israel. Let us see what this glory is shouting to the church. Vamos a ver lo que esta gloria está gritando a la iglesia. What it is trumpeting to the church. Lo que él está trompeteando a la iglesia. He's saying here. Él está diciendo aquí that he is developing a pact with Israel. Que él está desarrollando un pacto con Israel. That if Israel will observe the law of Jehovah. Que si Israel guardara la ley de Jehová. And in that covenant with Israel. Y en ese pacto con Israel. There were certain fundamentals. Había ciertos fundamentos that the Lord spelled out for Israel. Que el Señor le dio a Israel. If you ask the abogados, si usted le pregunta a los abogados, abogados will tell you, los abogados le va a decir that every treaty, every contract, que cada contacto has its major fundamentals. Tiene sus fundamentos principales. Those are the benchmarks, the standards that define covenant. That agreement, that contract. Esos son estándares que define ese acuerdo, ese contrato. The fundamentals. Esos fundamentos. For example, for example, if you are buying a piece of property, si usted está comprando una tierra in Chile, en Chile, and because Chile is a land which is rich in minerals, y debido a que Chile es una tierra que es rica en minerales, the lawyers, los abogados, when they are writing, drafting the contract, cuando están escribiendo la cláusulas en el contrato there are certain fundamentals that must come out hay ciertos fundamentos que deben salir for example por ejemplo this house you are buying and the land esta tierra esta casa que está comprando y el, el terreno how deep into the earth do you own this land que tan profundo, how profundo how deep? que tan profundo en la tierra debe estar because porque if you don't draft the contract properly si usted no diseña el contrato muy bien someone will buy the house alguien va a comprar la casa and say you own it up to five meters down y entonces va a decir solamente necesita hasta cinco and when he discovers diamond under there y cuando él descubre diamante abajo allí that one he will take it ese si lo va a tomar Did you understand me? ¿Me está entendiendo? The same thing with Jehovah. La misma cosa con Jehová. He had to define certain basic fundamentals of this contract. Él tenía que definir ciertos fundamentos básicos de este contrato. And he said, y él dijo, that if you will obey the command of God, que si ustedes obedecerán los mandamientos de Dios, when the time comes for the first rain, cuando el tiempo llega para la primera lluvia, he will bring that rain. Él va a traer esa lluvia to prepare the soil para preparar la tierra for germinating the seed para que las semillas germinen. And if you continue to obey those fundamentals, si usted continúa obedeciendo esos fundamentos, and the time for the second rain comes, y llega el tiempo para la segunda lluvia, lluvia tardía, la lluvia tardía, which is very important for grain filling, making the grain bigger, que es importante para que los granos se hagan más grandes, it is improving the quality of the harvest, es para mejorar la calidad de la cosecha. When that time arrives, cuando llega ese tiempo, he says he will also bring that rain. Él dice que él también traerá esa lluvia. And so you begin to understand, entonces usted comienza a entender that the first rain and the second rain are in 
interdependent. Que la primera lluvia y la segunda lluvia son interdependientes. So listen to me, precious people. Entonces escúchame, precioso pueblo. What are the fundamentals? ¿Cuáles son los fundamentos? I am walking with this church. Estoy caminando con esta iglesia. Step by step. Paso a paso. Because I am aware. Porque estoy consciente. What postmodernismo has done in the church. Lo que el postmodernismo ha hecho en la iglesia. That's why I am literally teaching you step by step. Por eso que literalmente le estoy enseñando paso a paso. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So listen to me now. Escúchame ahora. What are the fundamentals? ¿Cuáles son los fundamentos? That the Lord wanted. Que el Señor quería. Again, the same Deuteronomy chapter 11. Y lo mismo Deuteronomio capítulo 11. He goes on to say. Él sigue diciendo. I am reading verse 13 again, so I can read 14. Yo estoy leyendo el versículo 13 otra vez para que yo leo 14. So you can understand. Para que usted pueda entender. So if you faithfully obey the commands I am giving you today to love the Lord your God and to serve Him with all your heart, with all your soul, then I'll send rain on your land in a season, both autumn and spring rains, so that you may gather in the grain the new wine and oil. Si obedecierais cuidadosamente a mis mandamientos que yo os prescribo hoy, amando a Jehová vuestro Dios,